You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Scottie Pippen tripping because Lord knows he is once again. Also, Derrick Rose returning to the Chicago Bulls. And what's going on with Boston and Miami? Will Jimmy Butler lose to Boston yet again? We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze, and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN One Thousand. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. But Pat, let's get into it, man. Scotty Pippen was on Give Me the Hot Sauce with our guy, Stacey King. Uh, man, this interview was a roller coaster of yes. everything, bro. Like, <laughs> That's I, the perfect way to describe it because it was like, <laughs> I get you. I get what? What the hell? Yeah, Wait, okay, bro. we back. All right, we back. What, what are we talking about? Bro, we? like literally, he, he would say some things and literally be like, are you dropping facts? You dropping facts. You know, talking about, you know, uh, him and when he said him and, um, Phil were never really that close, and they haven't talked since their playing days. Right, right, And then right, saying, right. you know, Jordan was arrogant. And then he said something like, uh, free agents only wanted to come to Chicago after Jordan left. Where? Where? I guess you did get Ron Harper. That's really what we're talking about? That's a, that's a marquee free agent signing? Is that what we're talking about? I mean, I guess, I don't know. Bro. I don't know. But overall, hearing this interview, I do, I will say this. I do like hearing Scotty talk because he's probably the most honest. Even when you hear about, like, him saying how the egos of Jordan and Phil Jackson kind of broke up that team, how yeah. Phil Jackson, even before the team officially broke up, his, his ego started separating itself from the team. And those are all things that I do believe, right? I do believe that. I do think that Phil Jackson, even though he went to the Lakers and became the Zen master, things like that, but yeah. I do think that. Egos at that time on that team were on an all-time high. Um, but I, just some of this, this is what I've, I come up with. This is my this is my hypothesis. Scotty's recollection of some events are so different than what we in the public think because I fully believe this Scotty Pippen is from the multiverse. He's from a multiverse <laughs> that is very similar to what, what happened in this universe. That's why some things align perfectly, but some things are just totally off, and it's just like, that is that's the only way. That's the only way I, I could think that it happened, bro. Here's the tough part about it. And this sparked a really, really big debate in our group chat, right? And I don't know why it just clicked with me, right? Like in relation to Scotty Pippen. Not that I didn't know it already, but it's like when Scotty was talking about Michael and how he was breaking down kind of how the Jordan years went and how it became all about MJ and how 90s, you know, the 90s media kind of portrayed it that it was Jordan that saved the day and the rest of the yeah. team basically did nothing. I can actually see finally why Scotty is upset, right? Because he believed that with those cameras following them around back in the 90s, stuff like that, that this was something that was going to be beneficial to all the players. When realistically, Michael just, I believe, paid for the footage and the NBA gave it to him basically like here, you like paid for it. But like you an owner, we don't really care if you have it. Um, 
And he basically used it to tell his story. And now he owns the footage. He owns the, the shape of the story, blah, blah, blah. I can finally understand why Scotty Pippen's upset. I got I did some research to that. Jordan owns the la- no part of the last dance. It's his company that filmed it. His no, his company it, did it, not, his, not film his, it. It's his company his, his that company, put it together. His, his, no, his company's listed as a producer on it. Producers right. pay for shit. They don't that doesn't mean that they own it. It's owned by ESPN and the NBA. Yeah. I think that I think there's a lot of Jordan influence on it. I mean, no, Jordan's I think that have there's a lot of right. Just, you know what I, I mean? Like, I just wanted to clear. I just wanted to clear that part up because that was something that when Scotty said that, I was like, no, I got to do some digging on this. Yeah. Michael Jordan does not own any part of the last dance. I'm sure he got paid handsomely from it, but he does not own any part of the last dance. I don't think he owns it, but I do think that it was skewed in a very, this is MJ's story, and these are the rest of the people that came along with the story type of way. Even watching it, I felt that way. But right at at the end of the day, here was my, I can get why Scotty's finally upset, because right, like, say Lockdown Bulls becomes the number one podcast in the world, and then me and you go do our own thing, and I tell the story of Locked On Bulls, and I say, you know, it was really me the whole time. Hayes had nothing to do with it. When realistically, you're the one that got me on the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I can kind of see it why Scotty's upset finally. But then yeah. he gets to the point where he's like, you know, uh, Michael wasn't the reason that we were winning. The Chicago Bulls were the reason that we were, were winning. I'm like, ah, it's a lot of games Michael bailed y'all out too, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that. That's kind of yeah. where he started to lose me. But I'll, I'll say this, and here's the question that really sparked the debate in our group chat: Who would you rather be, though? And I put it with this caveat. Would you rather be Michael Jordan, where realistically, most of the teammates that played with Jordan hate him? And everybody's like, that's how winners win. No, Kobe's teammates like him. Magic teammates like him. Larry Bird teammates like him. Stephen Curry teammates like him. There's a lot of people that want a lot that they teammates still are cool with him. But I think they hated them at first, though. There were a lot of people that hated Kobe there, during there that There are, stretch. for sure. There's a lot yeah. of people that hated you in the moment, maybe, but like they still hate Michael. There's a yeah, lot of because, people to, because, because Michael, Michael never changed. Is, Kobe did grow as an individual. Kobe grew maybe. as a leader. But Mike, then, is, Mike has been the same. Mike hey, has but, been the same. To this day, he's still the same. But then I said, right, so you you won all these rings, but everybody hates you. Yeah. Or would you rather be Scottie Pippen, where realistically, all Scottie teammates love him. This is true. You're still one of the top 75 players. You're still one mm-hmm. of the best two-way players in NBA mm-hmm. history. You can hang your hat on all of that. Maybe mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen with better financial advice. Which would you rather be? That was just about to say. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Scottie easily missed out on about $200 million yeah. over his career. Like, better financial advice probably would have been. But which would you realistically rather be? I wouldn't want to get to the end of our journey and look back and say, I can't stand that dude over there. I feel but that. it was fun while it lasted. I, I don't know that. if I'd want to be Jordan. But that's the thing. That though. sounds think, crazy, though. I feel you on that. I, I definitely feel you on that. But I, the thing is, ten years from now, the 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 victor always gets to control the story. Scotty's having his moment now, but our kids, they ain't gonna know nothing about none of this. No, it's gonna go. It's gonna be skewed skew back to Jordan in the positive yeah. light. Well, it's, it's always going to skew back to Jordan, and I think that's the main thing, right? Because, but here's the thing, even right. So when we were debating this, one of my, you know, the super producer Joe Holt, he could, he looks like he could be 25 or 107, right? Like he, but he, he grew up in the Jordan years. Those are his years. Mm-hmm. How 90s media 
has some people brainwashed into believing that Michael Jordan could do no wrong. Was a saint? Yeah. Is the craziest yeah. thing in the world. And they stand by. He was like, he was like, nobody could win this amount and not have people hate him. And I was like, Magic won five. And he was like, but it ain't six. And I was like, are we really holding on to six? Nobody straight? hated Bill Russell. <laughs> Bill Russell got 11. Well, I don't know. Bill Bill was calling plays for himself, but I don't know a lot about Bill, which was another <laughs> thing Scotty was tripping on. Scotty was like, hey, look, Bill looked like he could play, but I don't like his game. I was like, God dang, Scotty. Bro, but hey, listen, Bill out I'm here. glad that Scotty also shut down the conversation about the Houston Rockets. We just had a conversation yeah. on that. Not like he literally said, nobody cared about you two years before, and nobody cared about you two years after. I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Scotty. Okay. Well, there you go. It's tough. But it, it, it was just funny to me, right? Because realistically in our minds, right, Michael, of course, being the leader, he was the leader of that team. He's the number yeah. one on that team. He's the guy that drives that team to win so much. And the thing that I finally like about Scotty in this, I know I saw, I think it was Die Hard Chicago Bulls. It was one of the worst Twitter pages I've ever seen in my life. It, it's a joke that he even has a platform that people follow. Y'all got to stop doing that. But um, clipping this thing. He, clip, he clipped it up. <laughs> he clipped it up. Uh -huh. But he clipped up the part where Scottie Pippen talks about how LeBron James is the greatest statistical player that we've ever seen and that Michael Jordan was a horrible player before, which Scottie did say before, you know, the Bulls team came in. But realistically, he doesn't include the part where he says Michael Jordan was a score first kind of guy. Michael Jordan was going out that I'll score everybody. He's one of the greatest scorers we've ever seen. Scotty actually gives Michael praise and this actually puts Michael on his Mount Rushmore of players, which mm -hmm. is the other part where it's like, would I rather be respected or liked? Yeah. I mean, I feel you. Um, I kind of want to be respected more than liked, but yeah, it, 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 listen, <sighs> it, it, the end of the day, like they have an insight that we'll never. And I love how also Stacy asked all these questions, almost like he wasn't there. You notice how Stacy didn't answer, didn't well, you respond. Know, Stacy's only there for the first three. I know, but even during that time when uh, when Scotty was talking about Stacy, kind of just like, yeah, Scotty, keep answering that question. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Stacy's so great at just being a media personality. He's amazing at it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was just, it, it, listen, it was great. But Scotty, Scotty, do be tripping a little bit. But it was, it's like I said before, it's great this access that we still have to the yeah. greats. And so I, I would never. Never not not be positive about that because that's a great thing that we have, man. Uh, speaking about access, though, our next sponsor has gives you great access to great tickets. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way, as I put this up, uh, an easy way to go buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets at their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for the fun you'll have. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% the difference. Get images of the seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw 
coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Pat. So next up, man, got to talk about this Derrick Rose stuff. Every, every summer, every season, all the time. <laughs> it's literally one one of the things that you can bet on every single offseason, literally since the man got traded away. I remember when Derrick Rose got traded to New York. And they literally like, do you think he get bought out and come back to the Chicago Bulls? It's literally started since the day he got traded. I've never seen that happen, not in baseball or hockey. It's the it's only crazy. sports I've seen that happen in. It's it's wild, bro. It's wild. But so uh, the 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 yearly rumors come up about Chicago Bulls, and this one, I honestly say, it makes more sense than previous ones. Derrick yes. Rose has a player, uh, a team option uh, for fourteen point five million dollars, I believe it is. They're definitely not picking that up. Not where <laughs> that team is. Um, so that was how Derrick much Rose, he played at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And Derrick Rose will absolutely be a free agent this offseason. So it's, of, of course, naturally started going too well. Do you think he can come here? And then it's stirring on from that. Well, do you think he'll come here for the veteran minimum? There are some people that do say, and I've said that Derrick Rose may go ahead and retire. Pat, where you sit on this Derrick Rose situation, returning to the Chicago Bulls, whatever his future may be, what do you think it's going to be? He's better than Patrick Beverly. Are we that sure I can about 110%. That? Yes, I'm sure. 210% sure, sure. Okay. 210% sure. He's better than Patrick Beverly. And for that reason alone, I think that you have to at least give him a look. Um, I don't know if I agree that he's coming back home for the veteran minimum. You have to understand in the mind of Derrick Rose, it's not Derrick Rose just coming back home. This is Derrick Rose coming back home to try and push a team of veterans to the next level. That's the pressure that's going to be on his shoulders, whether that is the case or not, right? Logically, I'm not looking for Derrick Rose to come back and be the number one on this team. Nobody is. You're hoping that Zach Levine steps up. But now you're talking about Derrick Rose coming back to Chicago, the city, the team that drafted him, the team that he took to an ECF, basically single-handedly, basically with just the help of Joe Keem Noah in that mug. We really want to be 100% honest. And Taj. That, that, let's, get, let's get Taj some credit. In Taj this. got some nice dunks in that mug. But, I mean, like... Yeah, good deep. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was Derek was killing mugs left and right, and people was falling out the way. That's that's oh, really sure. how we got for all sure. the way up there, right? Like that was our that was our superstar. Because Kyle Corver forgot how to hit threes in the playoffs. Kyle Corver for forgot reason. how to hit threes in every playoffs. I would love to know his playoff percentage. <laughs> I gotta sure look I that up it. one day. Let me see. I'm I gotta sure look I that keep, up one day because I swear cooking. I've never seen a, a Kyle Corver playoff series where he shot well from the three point line. Maybe Brooklyn, maybe Brooklyn. But anyway, I think that. Um, now you're talking about a Derrick Rose coming back with all those pressures on, but not the same talent and or health that the Derrick Rose that left had. So does he want to come back to that situation? If he does, for that reason alone, I don't think you're going to see him coming back for the veteran minimum. I think you'd probably see him coming back for the 12 to 14 million that he might have been able to get in New York just because, yeah, I'm going to take less money to have less pressure on my shoulders. I think you're I think you're way overstating. Rose is not getting that to come back to Chicago, and he's not going to come back to Chicago and think he's leading a team of veterans. If Derrick Rose comes back to Chicago, he's coming back to provide some leadership, to provide some mentorship for the young players here. But Derrick Rose trying to come back to Chicago or any other team for anything in double-digit millions is asinine. No, but, his, but, but what I'm saying is that pressure is going to be on his shoulders. I think he would take less money elsewhere to not have that pressure. Well, you know, thing, I don't think you he know comes how back Chicago with any pressure. Is. 
I don't like I, if if Derrick Rose comes back, and this is my biggest gripe against Derrick Rose coming back. If he comes back, for all the the Bulls fans that say Jerry Reinsdorf cares more about selling tickets and making money, that's all Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose does not come back and play like I, I I get that you're 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 higher on what do you think Derrick Rose can still contribute. I saw McBride be in front of Derrick Rose on the depth chart when it, when quickly and that team needed guards. And so to me, I'm not I'm not expecting Derrick Rose to come back and play a major part. And by the way, Kyle Korver in playoffs postseason 39 three-point shooter man that's crazy i bro. don't remember any that's why i said i gotta look it up because i don't remember him ever having a meaningful three-point shooting game well i playoffs. mean considering he's a 42 percent career in the regular season that's still quite a dip off bro three percent is a lot for three like that's a that's a big dip off considering he's taking the same amount of shots based three-point shots too yeah so but uh yeah so i i just still really good though I mean, it's thirty nine. I mean, thirty nine percent. I mean, that's almost forty. You want if you shoot if you're forty percent three point shooter, you're, you're in there. Um, but uh, I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was going to be like thirty six, thirty five. I don't know, but yeah. But yeah, so I just, I guess maybe that's just me. And don't get me wrong. I want to see Derrick Rose retire a bull. I just think at this point in time, where we are, we have to, we would have to address so many things before we worry about bringing in Derrick Rose because I just don't see Derrick Rose playing the same role that you seem playing. I'm not saying that I'm more right than you are. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that from my perspective, I don't see him playing that type of role. I think that what we need in in, in a starting point guard is a point guard that can make a three pointer because they're going to get a lot of open ones. They yeah. can facilitate. While Derrick Rose was he was he was a solid facilitator, but it was a different, much different type of facilitating that he would do on the Chicago Bulls. And we're the focal point of the offense, and literally everybody is moving off you. It's a little bit different than when you're trying to run set plays, which I think the Bulls would be more likely to do. So I just. To me, it's other things that I would want to see go after first. But I, I absolutely want to see Rose retire a, a bull. I'm just tired of the moves that, to me, don't get the Bulls closer to anything. And I don't see Derrick Rose being there for the Bulls. Well, the I Bulls. think that here, here's here's my thing. One, Derrick Rose would actually be coming to a team that could score outside of just him. I don't think that he had that with the Knicks, realistically. Like, we watched when the playoffs got there that first year, right? Even when quickly and it was ahead well, of they him. Got, the first year they, they got there because of him. They Let threw Derrick Rose back yeah. in, and they were like, can't nobody else score. Like, Julius Randle yeah. has no idea what a basketball looks like anymore. Um, and I, I think Every that, year in the playoffs. I, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's kind of the thing that happened with him in Minnesota. Like, we talked about when they got to the playoffs, right? Derrick Rose was a nice point guard. Until Cat couldn't score a basketball anymore. Until, you know, like it, it was, it was, you know, the Jimmy Butler Bulls and all of that. And then, and then it was, you know, Jimmy couldn't knock down shots in the playoffs. And even though he was trying to push that team to the next level, Wiggins stopped taking shots, right? Like, I think that he would come to a different mindset team because at a minimum, we know that this team is going to do one thing they're going to jack up shots. Yeah. Uh, whether those shots go in, that's based on the point guard that's putting you in a position to knock them shots down. But at least we know that Zach Levine is going to shoot the ball. DeMar DeRozan is going to shoot the ball. I don't know if that then puts you in a situation with Vooch. But I think the re I think the reason I said he would probably be like, I'll come back for 12 to 14 million mm -hmm. is because I don't think he wants to come back to Chicago right now. I don't think he wants to pressure Chicago playing basketball. Maybe he does. Maybe I'm wrong. But you know, the second he walks in this building, one, the first conversation is going to be, is he the starting point guard? Which <laughs> it shouldn't be anymore. It mm -hmm. should be, is he our perfect bench point guard? And then the second thing is going to be, can Derrick Rose help this team get to an NBA Finals? I see. I, I don't know. I don't think that, that would be the question because we're so far off. Like, 
I, I I really I I guess maybe have more faith in Bulls fandom than maybe I should to be honest. Like <laughs> I, I'm just being real. Like I just don't think that us signing Derrick Rose, people are going to be like, "Bam, can we get to the finals?" And I just I don't think that that's. I think people are so down on this team right now. I don't necessarily think that that's the. I could be but wrong. But people are up on this team with a point guard. That's mm. the difference. That's the difference. Fourteen and nine in the second half of the season with a point guard. And Derrick Rose is better than Patrick Beverly. So that's what's going to spark the conversation. So now it's going to be, if we had Derrick Rose in the second half of the season, we probably could have gone 17. And you know what I mean? Like, we we know what's coming, bro. Why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> See, that's, I, I mean, I, maybe I just have more faith in Bulls fans, which I don't know why, because. I, it, You've been it, on Bulls Twitter, bro. You know what's over there. Uh, but that's the thing. I posted about this today, and more Bulls fans than not were actually against Derrick Rose coming that I was expecting. I thought everybody was going to immediately go to, yeah, bring him back. I was prepared to fight. When I tell you I had the responses loaded up. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like the episode. Of, what's, what's that show? Blackish? <laughs> but he was like, but he just whipped the Glock out and put it on the table. And he was yeah. like. <laughs> He said, oh, you, you got a point. You got a point. Good stuff. All right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> like, it's one of them joints right there, bro. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm I I don't know what to say about Derek. I want Derek to come back, but you never know with with how I here's the thing that I don't want. And 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 knock on whatever you gotta knock on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Derek go down again in the Bulls jersey. Bro, that now that's that's trauma. the one that's reason. Trauma. That's the one reason I'm like, no. Like, give him the one-day joint like Luol Dane got. Make yeah. him an ambassador. Make him a big part of what this team is going to... I, I, can't, I can't deal with it again, bro. I can't. <laughs> I'm not mentally strong enough, bro. I'd be like, I'd be like Simba trying to get Mufasa up. Like, dang, that's, get up. Oh, wow. Man, that's get accurate, up. Like, that's <laughs> oh, man, let's get off this topic. We got to talk about something that's going to be a little bit more uh, exciting, man. I got to tell you guys about Bird Dogs. Man, listen. When I tell y'all, this this ain't even the sheet is over here. I'm telling y'all right now, these are some of the most versatile. These are some of the most comfortable shorts, clothes that I've ever worn in my life. And when I'm talking about versatile, I'm talking about like, right, like I've worn these shorts throughout the day, going, going throughout my day. They got a nice liner in them. They're comfortable, nice stretchy fabric, right? I'm able to like do my daily tasks and stuff like that. And then at the end of the day, I'm able to go to the gym in these shorts. And it's not like, right? I guess it almost has like a, the ones that they sent us, they're almost like a cargo material. They kind of look like some nice shorts that you could wear out to a barbecue. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it seems like the kind of guy to rock the Jesus Christ sevens while he wears them and barbecue. No, I don't wear sandals. It's all tennis shoes. You, you're not doing sandals on the grill, bro? I never wear sandals. Sandals that's and slides. I mean, no, tennis shoes and slides are the only things you ever catch on my feet. Oh, man, that's crazy, bro. You look like the <laughs> perfect profile for the Jesus Christ 7s out no, here. But at the end that. of the day, I, I, man. I, I don't rock the Soul Walkers 2-7. The bro. Soul Walkers 777. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like, you know, that they're, they're a great-looking pair of shorts. They're a great-looking pair of clothing. Uh, 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 nice stretchy fabric, great pants, and you can go. The, the my favorite part of them is I can wear them straight to the gym, be hundred percent comfortable. I know Bert Crusher said uh, that he wakes up at his lake house wearing them, goes for a swim, smokes a stogie, grills burgers, all that and more, man. So make sure that you. I don't know, I don't know. That's what it said in the read, dog. That's the one part I read from the read because I was like, why did we bring up Bert Crusher in this one, bro? I am the machine. 
Hey, listen, go to birddogs.com forward slash locked on NBA. When you enter the promo code locked on NBA, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs, Yeti style tumbler with every order. The tumbler y'all seen me and Hayes drinking coffee on and coffee, coffee on, on, on this podcast, man. Appreciate y'all for showing love. We jumped the shark once an episode now. It it's used okay. to be once every couple of episodes. Yeah. Now it's just like. We're comfortable now. Yeah, it is what it is. All we're right, we're pretty we go, sure they're not going to fire us is all that is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, after after your Grady Dick episode, I think we're safe. I think, <laughs> right, I think, we, listen. I think we're safe. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just telling you, dog. You got to watch this stuff around Grady Dick, man. That's why. Uh, anyway, uh, before we go, heading into the weekend, um, Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, Game Six, bro. I'm gonna say this: if the if the Boston Celtics win Game Six, I'm picking them to win Game Seven. I just think at that point, there's so much pressure and momentum. Um, Does Jimmy get my- done up by the Celtics again? Remember, bro. this is with the Bulls, the the three alphas, the three alphas. Rondo, Rondo gets did go hurt. down though. Yeah. And Jimmy, but yeah, but bro, one game, bro. Gabe Vincent went down. Yeah. Is Gabe Vincent the Rondo of the Miami Heat, bro? Wow. Um, I don't know, bro. Like I said, the Miami Heat got to take care of business on Saturday, bro. They got to take him out there. They got to take him out of there, bro. I feel like Miami will close this one out. I think that the Celtics have confidence, which does make it a little bit more scary now, but. Boston wasn't able to do much versus the Heat's defense, and the Heat have just gone cold shooting the basketball the last couple of games. If they can get back to being a decent shooting team, they will be able to turn their defense back into offense. That's been the biggest difference. They haven't been able to turn their defense into offense anymore. The defense is still there, but when you go down on the other end and miss a shot and Tatum gets the rebound, pushes it out, and he comes down and knocks it down, Makes it really a lot harder to win. These are facts. It's going to be interesting to see, man. I mean, like, you're talking about from Isaiah Thomas and who else is on that team? I'm trying to remember. Is Tatum on that team? Uh, Tatum might be on that team. No, Tatum wasn't on that team. Isaiah Thomas. Nah, uh, uh, Jason Tatum's only been in the league. Where's he still, what? Five years into the league now? I don't think he was on the team. Bro, that team wasn't that long ago, though, was it? How long ago? Was he that, was just drafted in 2017, bro. So, no. We... Oh, he definitely wasn't on that team. Yeah, he wasn't on that team. No, hold on, no, because 15. Bro, he 15... wasn't on the team. No, no, I'm saying 15 is. I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think how long ago that was. 15 is Derrick Rose and Jimmy versus Cleveland, right? And Derrick oh. hits the game winner. That's 15. 16, Derek is gone as Jimmy by himself with Fred. And that's it. That's the season. No, but is it 16 or 17? No, I, it's... it's. That would have been the 2016-17 season, but he wasn't drafted to the 2017, so he would have been drafted the draft after He'd that. He would have been drafted bro. the draft after that. Okay. Yeah. If that's <laughs> even the right year. I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, so that was 60. So, yeah, he was drafted the year after, the year after that run. He was drafted 17-18 yeah. season. So, I mean, still, still crazy that... I mean, Jimmy's been battling the Celtics his whole career <laughs> to get to the next level. So um, I hope that Jimmy wins this. But I, I want to see. Here's the thing that I. Well, let me ask you this. Do you want to see Jimmy win for Jimmy, knowing that he probably gets his head kicked in in the next round? 
Yeah, I, I want to see Jimmy win, period. I don't worry about, like, the next round is the next round. You're going up against the best team in basketball. If he gets his head kicked in, that's that's cool. But, yeah, I want to see him. I, I would but want I to also see want to see the best finals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but. I also want to see the best finals. And I feel like true. a Celtics-Denver finals is way more competitive than watching Bam out of bio get cooked for oh, five no, days. Oh, we no, were, we were actually, no. Bro, I thought Tatum was J- on J- that team, bro. J- Brown was on that team. Jalen Brown is on that team. Jalen Brown was on as that team. a rookie. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. But yeah, no, that's wild. I uh, yeah, man. I I do. You want to see the best finals we can get, or do we just want to see Jimmy get to another finals so that we could keep killing guard packs for making one of the worst decisions in <laughs> Chicago Bulls history? Like, I, I mean, mean realistically, it's already the worst. We could keep I, killing. I, them. I still, I still think it'd be more competitive finals with Jimmy. Like, I just, uh, to me, what happened? Well, I mean, maybe this run. If they do come back down from being down 3-0, yeah. I mean, at that point, that's they're probably going to give him the that's best. History. That's history. But I just this this Boston Celtics team has just shown so much concern that I don't I like I, when it comes to guarding it like if they go back to using Jokic full court like like they did against the Lakers man yeah. I don't care who, what team's above it's gonna be difficult to guard that man full court bro it's yeah that's gonna be tough I, well I mean Bam's gonna get cooked regardless I, I'm gonna be honest with you I might not even put Bam on him I might be like AK hey, love I need five fouls from you a game because we need Bam to be an offensive threat on this side and uh, Jokic is definitely going to make him not an offensive threat because Bam going to be dying on the defensive end. Does Haslam get slow in down that Jokic. game? Does Haslam get in that You got to play him some point in the finals. <laughs> he makes another finals. Udonis Haslam will have been in. That's a crazy career if you think about it. Udonis Haslam was there in 06, right? Yeah. He would have been in 06. All the Heatles run. Five, six. He would have been in seven NBA finals. Is that right? Is that a right number? Udinus Haslam would have gone to seven NBA That's finals. Because the Heat with Brian went to four. Wade won one by himself with Shaq. Yeah. But by himself. But with Shaq. Um, <laughs> Shaq actually was nice, though. Shaq was um, still nice that That one. second oh. half of the season, Shaq was nice. And then, and then two uh, with Jimmy. It would be two with Jimmy. That's crazy. It's Josh crazy to say two with Jimmy. He, he, <laughs> he has a ball patch for every year he made it to the finals. Excuse in the back me? Of his head, too. Here's a what? A bald patch. No, bald. 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 <laughs> Let's get up D. out of here. Got to emphasize the D on that. Speaking of Grady Dick, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Oh, God. Smoking Grady. Uh, you guys can follow me at we will see you guys back here next week to continue to cover this. Maybe. Chicago I don't Bulls. know. <laughs> For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. It's been Locked on Bulls, man. Peace, y'all. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. 
your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.